Hello, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses. Um, excuse me playing that song. Um, it's a song about Australia and when I was a teenager, that's all we knew about Australia. I was that song and they talk about a Vegemite sandwich. And of course, in the UK, we have Marmite sandwiches, which is the equivalent. And there's always a debate about which one is worse, Marmite or Vegemite. And the reason I'm playing that song is the word down under comes up in IELTS, believe it or not. I've seen it in reading texts. We call Australia down under, obviously, because it's on the opposite side of the world to us. So down under is just another word for Australia for us. And it actually comes up in this text, but I've seen it in another text where the answer relies upon you knowing the word down under, meaning Australia. And once in class, I played it for my teenagers studying for IELTS. And I said, once you've heard this song, you'll never forget the word down under, meaning Australia. Unfortunately, they didn't like the song and I looked very uncool. Never mind. Let's move on and talk, to about, talk about the Great Australian Fence again. And in this second set of questions, we're looking at yes, no and not given. Just wanted to say a quick feedback from yesterday. Lots of people posted their answers to the multiple choice. Well done. They were incredibly difficult, actually, um, especially the last one. So I just wanted to mention that um, the last one was how does the author feel about the fence? Now, thankfully, this kind of question doesn't come up very often. But when it does, you just have to read between the lines and look at the vocabulary that he uses. Again, unfortunately, in this text, the vocabulary was particularly difficult and there were three key words that um, suggested that he was impressed by the fence. Um, so the first one was he called it a monument, outback monument. The outback, again, isn't a word that we, that we don't really use here. It just means, you know, in the wild, in the countryside or in the bush, I think they call it in Australia. So this monument shows that he's impressed. Um, he calls it a prodigious length. And I actually googled the word prodigious and it says, yes, impressive. So I guess that's your synonym, prodigious, meaning impressive in size or length. And then finally, he says this epic fence, epic meaning, you know, amazing. Wow. So the choices were impressed, delighted, shocked or annoyed. I think we could discount delighted and shocked but most people chose well many people chose annoyed because a lot of the language is negative in the text but when you have to read between the lines you have to kind of see what the author the language the author uses but hopefully you won't get any as bad as that uh, today, because it's yes, no, not given, um, I think the best way of doing this is just to give you the question and the vocabulary or the statement from the text. And then it's up to you. You could pause this if you want, or you could just keep it till later and find the text which I'm posting now on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I, again, I'm not trying to test you. I'm just trying to show you the kind of questions that you they will ask. So I haven't taken the whole text. I've just taken the key lines that give you the answer. So the first question is number five, and it says the fence serves a different purpose in each state. Now, 
I often say you can guess yes, no, not given questions. Of course, you can't always guess them, but sometimes you can have a pretty good guess. So the text has told us why the fence was built. And then suddenly it says it serves a different purpose in each state. Well, that wouldn't really make sense, would it? it? Of course, it was built to keep the dingoes out. So that is its main purpose. So, you know, try and use a bit of what you've picked up from the text anyway, but then go back and find the evidence. In fact, here there's not much evidence, except it says it is known by different names in different states but was erected to keep out hordes of yellow dogs. Oh, sorry, I've just given you the answer there. Doesn't matter. Um, The answer is, of course, false. You can see the trick. It says that the fence serves a different purpose. And in the text, it says it's known by different names and different states. So, of course, it tricks you into thinking, oh, different, different, different. But one thing about... um, trick answers is if they look too easy they probably are um, wrong they probably are tricks so because they've used the word different three times it kind of it's an alarm bell that tells you to look a little bit closer so the answer for number five there is no it does not serve a different purpose in each state. So you've always got to think of, is it the opposite or is it not given? Here it's the opposite. The opposite of a different purpose is that it has the same purpose, just one main purpose. Question number six says the fence is only partially successful. So not fully successful, only partially successful. So I will read the text. It says... What is this creature that threatens an entire industry, inflicting several millions of dollars of damage a year, despite the presence of the world's most obsessive fence? So, is the fence only partially successful? Yes. It's not fully successful because you can see it still inflicts millions of dollars of damage. Question number seven, it says the dingo is indigenous to Australia. Now, this is where your key vocabulary comes in handy. I've got this list of vocabulary on my uh, mind maps on my website. So indigenous is a key word meaning native, that it was um, kind of born in Australia rather than introduced to Australia, in which case it would be alien species. Um, So I will read the text. The text says the dingo was introduced to Australia 3,500 years ago, probably with Asian seafarers. So remember the statement said that the dingo is indigenous to Australia. Is it indigenous? No, the opposite is true. It was introduced. So that's a very clear no. Question number eight, it says dingoes have flourished as a result of the sheep industry. Flourished, another key word for IELTS, meaning it thrived as a key word on my mind map. Um, Opposite opposite would be it suffered. Um, So the dingoes have flourished, meaning they've um, prospered, they've multiplied. 
as, as a result of the sheep industry. So let me read the text. It says, it is estimated that since sheep arrived in Australia, dingo numbers have increased a hundredfold. So have the dingoes flourished as a result of the sheep industry? Yes, since the sheep arrived, numbers have increased a lot. So the answer is yes. Question number nine. Dingoes are known to attack humans. In the text, it says the dingo came to represent everything that was dark and dangerous. So did the dingoes attack humans? We don't know. Possibly. Yes, possibly in our knowledge. But in the text, there is no information given. Question number 10. Kangaroos have increased in number because of the fence. And the statement says, now kangaroos are ubiquitous because without a native predator, the kangaroo population has exploded inside the fence. So the answer is, of course, a very clear yes. Kangaroo numbers have increased. Exploded is a synonym there. Because of the fence, yes, because of the fence, because the numbers exploded inside the fence. And the key word is ubiquitous. It's not that common in IELTS, but um, here it means, well, they are everywhere because there's no native predator. Predator, native, they are both key words. Last question, 11, says the author does not agree with the culling of kangaroos. And the text gives you the verb cull. To cull means to kill animals to reduce their population. It's a key IELTS word you need to know. Um, so does the author agree with the culling of kangaroos? Let's find the information. It says state governments cull more than three million kangaroos a year to keep them from overrunning the pastoral lands. Does the author agree with the culling? I don't know. Does the author disagree with the culling? I don't know. So the answer is, of course, not given. Okay, so that's the end of our Great Australian Fence reading. I hope it's been useful for you. Please let me know if there's anything else you'd like me to do on my podcast. Um, I will be focusing on reading this week. Thanks for listening again. Bye for now. Bye.